Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support by downloading this podcast and sharing it. Thank you for sharing it on social media. Thank you guys for commenting and making your, giving your feedback on it. It means a lot. Hey, it is 2023 now. And if you have not already set up your schedule, your uh, life coaching session for this year, you need to go ahead and get on my calendar. Go ahead and go over to IamReneeRoberts.com. There you will find my booking site and you can go ahead and book your session. It promises to bless your soul. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I have some specials that are going to be coming up really soon. So you may want to keep your ear to the grind. Uh, follow me on my Facebook and Instagram pages at I'm Renee Roberts so that you can hear all the specials and things that I'm going to be doing this year for Coach My World and especially for my new clients. Yes. Uh, don't forget, join that Coach My World podcast fam Facebook group, y'all. That's on the Facebook page. Uh, you can go ahead and join that group. That's where we discuss the podcast. You find the new episodes, what's happening, what's going on, yada, 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 all that good stuff. All right. So get on over there and join that page if you have not done it already, or I should say that group if you have not already. And of course, my ultimate goal for this year and every year and every episode is to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing and for progress for your life so let's get our lives moving forward in this episode happy new year to the greatest podcast family ever happy 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 new year and i pray that you set those goals and created a plan with some accountability so that you can follow through and fulfill them this is a new year fam for our journeys isn't that exciting? What we didn't complete in 2022, don't stress over it. We can continue it this year and get it done this year. Remember, I want you to extend grace to yourself along the way. All right. I hope that you are also doing well in every way, physically, spiritually, uh, psychologically. And I mean, every way, not just emotionally, mentally, or spiritually, but you know, just everything physically. Like I just said, just, I want every part of you to be doing good. All right. I was thinking about the existing culture in terms of society and how we as women, we just don't give enough proper attention to our bodies since we're talking about being good or well physically. Yes, we are snatching our waist. We are blowing up our booties. We are injecting our faces with Botox. And even some people are doing vaginal rejuvenation. And we're doing so many other things uh, to enhance or to change or to modify these physical bodies. But when was the last time you gave attention to your physical health? Not appearance, but your physical health. Ladies, when was the last time you checked on your girls? In other words, I'm not talking about your friends, your friend group. I'm talking about when is the last time you've done a breast self-exam or gotten a clinical breast exam or had a mammogram if you fall within the criterion for one. Did you know that breast cancer is the most common cancer in American women except for skin cancers? I know, I know, I know we don't like to think or talk about cancer. It is such a taboo word and a taboo disease, but let's be women and let's, let's be women and let's be woman enough. Let's woman up 
to confront this prevalent disease that impacts millions of people each year if, if it has not already impacted you. And sometimes it's not just you per se, but it impact, it, it affects someone that, that is connected to you. So that does impact you. Yes. Fam, it is so important to take intentional action steps towards health in every sense. So we must stop avoiding or neglecting examining our girls, i.e. our breasts. First, we have to get educated, though, because knowledge is key in saving your life. We spend enormous amounts of time scrolling social media, commenting, liking, doing TikToks, which is all entertaining and it's needed at times. So I'm not I'm not bashing social media. I enjoy it. That that would be very hypocritical of me to dog you about social media. But what I am saying is that we have to be even more diligent about becoming knowledgeable of how to remain healthy and be able to address any issues that may arise along our journeys. Why do we wait until things are already bad? Why do we wait till things are like almost beyond help? You know, why do we ignore the signs and the symptoms? Why? Too many women lose their lives unnecessarily to this form of cancer. And yes, I understand that there is a disparity in health care for many people. I don't want to be insensitive to that, okay? But there are many foundations and grants that will pay or help pay for your mammogram and, and even some offer some uh, free breast examinations. But you have to do the research. You got to get out there and find out what's going on in your community. So what I've done to help you become more proactive about your breast health is to start researching for you by um, getting some information, uh, some very critical information on breast cancer, uh, not from the perspective of the types of cancer and the stages of breast cancer. You can Google that. I, I'm not getting into that, right? But my objective for this episode is to bring awareness and, and, and in some way provoke you to take better care of your girls because they, your girls, deserve the best care, right? Why don't you go ahead and just take a moment and just kind of look down at your your girls and let them know you're going to do better. We, we, we're about to do better. We're going to take care of you. Now, breast cancer is described as a disease in which malignant uh, or, or cancer cells form in the tissues of the breast, right? And I got some startling facts about this disease, y'all. I've heard some of them, but some of them I was just like, what? When you think about numbers, statistics a lot of times deals with numbers, all right? So when you think about when numbers come into play, it gives a greater picture of what, how, how prevalent this thing really is, right? So the first fact or the first stat is that one in eight women in the U.S. will develop breast cancer in their lifetime. That's a lot. You, if you go out to dinner with eight of your girls, your your friend girls, do you know that one of y'all are likely to get uh, breast cancer of some sort? <laughs> that is scary, right? Uh, another, um, um, it, it, well, before I get into the next statistic, um, let me say this. Let me say this. Uh, we can't afford to ignore this, being that it is so prevalent, guys. I want you to take your head out the stand, the sand and start doing what's necessary to protect your health. If you know that one in eight women will develop it, why don't you go and and do what's necessary to 
prevent or to discover what needs to be discovered so that you can deal with it right away. You do know that breast cancer, most forms of it, is, is a, they're able to keep it from making it fatal in your life. Like people live on and don't, don't even, and never ever come out of remission uh, because they've done the work. All right. So that's just a little, there's some strong hope on that. The second statistic is that the National Breast Cancer Foundation says that this year, 2023, is estimated that 43,550 women will die from breast cancer in the United States. That's a lot of women. It's a lot of our sisters that will, will get wasted or lost to this disease. This is why we got to do the work. Another statistic says uh, on average, every two minutes, a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer in the United States. Every two minutes. So if there are 60 minutes in an hour, every two minutes, that is like, that, that, what is that? Every two minutes, is that 30 women? Yeah, 30 women. <laughs> 30 women will get diagnosed with some form of breast cancer in the United States. Another uh, statistic is that there are over 3.8 million breast cancer survivors in the United States. Now, that's something to be excited about. We've had millions of women to overcome it, Many millions of women to survive this type of cancer. Uh, another statistic says that breast, breast cancer death rates are 40% higher among black women than white women. So we understand like uh, all my black sisters, we need to be up getting some exams done. Stop playing with your girls and get them checked. Yes. If you're black girl, if you're a black girl, if you're a black girl, all women need to, but black women, we have a 40% greater chance. You know, if that was a lottery situation, we all be favorable to win. But um, we're talking about a fatal disease or of a disease that can be fatal. Let's take more initiatives to deal with our bodies. Another stat says that breast cancer is the leading cause of cancer death for Latin women living in the United States. So us minorities, I, I don't know what's in our genetics or in the DNA or maybe it's in the food. I don't know, but we have to be careful. Let's be wise. Another stat says 40%, 47, I'm sorry, percent of women put off or postpone preventive services due to the cost. Like I said, I understand that there's a disparity in health care, so a lot of women do not have access to it because they do not have insurance. And trust me, these these mammograms, these tests, even seeing the doctor can be very costly. Um, this is why uh, the stats are showing that when people are in poverty or they have a very low degree of education um, and they're lacking insurance, it is it is connected with uh, lower breast cancer survival rates. So a lot of times they don't survive. Now, in addition to all of these statistics, there are some risk factors that we can become aware of that can be extremely beneficial for us to know. Some of them are changeable, but some are beyond our control. All right. So and and before I get into the risk factors, I want you to understand that a risk factor is anything that impacts your chance of getting whatever it is. And in this case, we're talking about breast cancer. So we're talking about the risk factors for breast cancer. Now, here's some of the risk factors that we can change. 
We could change how much alcohol we drink. That excessive intake of alcohol heightens our, the possibilities of us getting, uh, or being, being subjected to, um, breast cancer. Um, our weight. That obesity that we carry around, especially after menopause for all of my women, my black girls that are menopausing too, like me, we got to be careful, y'all. I'm talking to me too. Come on. Why are we, why, let's not make our, our, our rate, our chances higher to deal with such a prevalent disease. We're no match for it. All right. So let's do what we need to do. We can change our diets. We can change our, um, you know, what we're eating and, and start getting rid of some of this weight. I'm in the middle of doing research right now for my, my premenopausal or perimenopausal because listen, the way this weight is just want to live around my waist. No bueno. I got to get rid of it. And it's not even about exercising or eating bad. It's the hormones. Uh, so I'm working diligently to find out what's the best method for me to deal with that because I, your girl is not trying to be dealing with any disease at this stage in life. I'm trying to live my best life and be happy and healthy. Yes. Another thing we could change is this sedentary living or this low active, this low active lifestyle. Uh, no, we got to get busy. You got to get doing something, you know, go, go walk, go dance, go, go swim, go row a boat. <laughs> I don't know, but get active, go walk the mall, power walk it. You understand? That's something we can change. All this laziness. We don't have to live lazily. Uh, we can be active in our lifestyle. And then the last thing I want to mention with what we can change is our diet. So if you have an unhealthy diet, I encourage you, this is the year to begin to do the work with that. Become disciplined and, and think about your health. Think about how much you want, how long you want to live and, and what qual what quality of life do you want to have living that long you know my plan is to live past 100 but look i need to be in my right mind i need to be mobile i need to be able to move and walk and do all the good things i don't want to be sitting around in a wheelchair or sickly you know that's not my that's not the plan but i have to start making changes in my lifestyle now um to ensure that yes now, here are some more serious things that we cannot change. We cannot change our gender. Uh, and, and like I mentioned before, women are at a greater risk of developing breast cancer. Um, some men do get uh, breast cancer. Now, don't get it twisted. But the the them developing it is extremely low compared to us. All right. Um, age is another thing you can't change. Um, as we get older, our risk increases. All right. So there are about... Two out of three invasive breast cancers in women 55 years of age or older. That's another stat I just saw I wrote down there. So understand you can't change your age. You can't change your gender. You can't change your age. Genetics, because by a, they say between 5 and 10% of breast cancers are hereditary. So some people get ca breast cancer because of, of a mutation in the genes so uh they can't do anything like about it and and it's been passed down with a parent uh from a parent so it's important to know your family history which is something else you can't change because it increases in people in women who have had a relative that has had breast cancer i personally my grand my maternal grandmother gami my beautiful grandmother she's deceased but she did have 
um, she was threatened with breast cancer in one of her breasts. I believe it was just one. Um, thank God uh, she went into remission. Everything was fine. She did not die from cancer. Uh, she didn't have any cancer in her body. Um, but because she did have that, when I go in to get my exams and things, they always ask, you know, about it. Thank God my mom didn't, never had cancer. Um, but they ask. And so I have to be mindful that it is in my lineage. It is in my, um, heritage. So I have to make sure I'm doing what's necessary to lower my risk by investigating on an annual and regular basis. Um, your personal history you can't change. So if you're a woman that has dealt with breast cancer before, you can't change that. And unfortunately, it does increase your chances of getting breast cancer in the other breasts. Um, I know you've probably heard about, I think it was Angelina Jolie. She had a test done uh, that showed like the, 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 it was it was it the gene? I think it, yeah, it was the genes that you know you can inherit. And when she saw that she was positive and had a high chance probability of getting it, she got rid of both of her breasts. You know, thank God for uh, cosmetic surgery. It's amazing now. Yeah. Uh, so that's another thing. Race and ethnicity. Ethnicity, of course. Like I told you, uh, this is interesting though. I'm reading this and it says Caucasian women are more likely to develop breast cancer. But African-American women are more likely to die from it. What's up? But we understand what that is for from. It's because, once again, uh, most times the, compared to the Caucasians, the black person does not have as much access, finances, or availability to get these things uh, investigated or examined. So it would be higher for us than them, even though they are the ones that probably develop it more than we do all right oh my god breast density is another one i remember going to do one of my my first mammograms they had to send me for an ultrasound as well because i do have some dense tissues in my breast uh and with dense tissues sometimes the mammogram cannot see uh, everything that it needs to see so uh i understand that whole dense breast density that is something that's natural uh it comes with the person so you can't change that um and then just other benign breast conditions menstruation they say if you've had a cycle before the age of 12 you are in the higher uh uh risk factor for that uh if you started menopause after 55 years of of age you're at a higher risk um if you had some type of chest radiations in the past you're at a higher risk um and of course recurrent breast cancer now before I go into um, the, what do I want to call it? Before I go into the, the, the different types of examinations you can do for your breasts, um, I want to say this to you. I don't want you to be afraid, okay? There's no fear. We don't have to have fear like we're we're all good. You don't have to have fear in this. Let's just do what's necessary to get the right care and to make sure we're being proactive with our care, right? So I'm going to share some information to help you decide what type of care you need to be giving your girls. And first and foremost, you should be adamant about getting your annual checkups, ladies. Hey. Every woman, you should be getting an annual checkup. Uh, that should not be an option. Your last checkup should not have been at when your parents took you as a teenager. 
uh, no, ma'am. You need to have your blood work, your pap smears, and your breast exams done every year. It should never, ever be an option. Uh, but for this episode, we're going to stay focused on the girls. Next episode, though, I'm going to tackle the vag. We're going to tackle the vag. Yes, we are. That's an important girl, too, for our bodies. All right, so let me get into the three um, types of exams. First is the self-breast exams. Um, you, women, you can examine your own breasts, and this should start in your 20s. All right. When you perform regular self exams, this allows you to start learning your breasts and look the look of them, the feel of them. Uh, when, and because when you know that, then you're likely to know when there's something changing about it. But because we don't do that, we don't do that. We need to do that. And if you choose to do a breast self-exam, you should have your technique reviewed by your medical professional to make sure that you're doing it well. All right? So that's the first one, self-breast exam. The second one is clinical breast exams. That's when you go to your doctors. Between your ages of 20s and 30s, you should have your breast clinically examined. This should be a part of your, what I said earlier, your annual health examination. And for women that are over 40, this is usually a complement to the other types of screening, such as mammograms, all right? Because when you hit that 40, the 40s, if you have a good doctor, they're going to start issuing, issuing you a prescription for your mammograms. I have to get one every single year. Um, and, and then, of course, the third way is the mammogram. And a mammogram is simply an x-ray picture of the breast, guys. It can detect the lumps in your breast that you may not be able to do while you're filling it or even your uh, doctor's filling it. And at, after the age of 40, you should start having this done on a regular on a regular basis and regular is annually. According to the WHO, which is the World Health Organization, mammography, mam mammography is the most effective screening method for breast cancer. Okay. It, it has also helped reduce the number of deaths from breast cancer in women that are ages 40 to 70. So if you're a woman 40 years or older, you need to get a mammogram performed every single year. I hope this information is stirring you and not scaring you, fam. And if you haven't already, when you finish this episode, I want you to schedule your appointment for your annual exam and start doing yourself breast exams. There are many instructional and videos and articles out there you can use to assist you. Go to YouTube. Google will tell you how to examine your breasts. Um, go, get into it. Love yourself enough to invest a, a, a few minutes each morning or each night to examine your girls. All right, because I do believe one of the best places are just laying on your back. But I know people, I've heard of people doing it in the shower, things like that. But of course, find the technique that works for you. I just want you to love on you enough to take some time and see if your girls are okay. Don't, don't neglect them anymore. Make a lifestyle change that could potentially save your life. For more information on this breast cancer awareness and ways to get assistance with getting breast, breast exams and mammograms, Google it. Go to, I want you to Google, uh, American Breast Cancer Foundation or, or I should say, and National Breast uh, Cancer Foundation. This is where I've gotten most of the statistics and things from for this episode. Um, and if you don't like them, you can go to any other reputable foundation that supports women in this way. But on the, I know for sure on those two websites, they do offer 
assistance and support and you can just go there and get the information and if you have already done all of this and you're like girl i just wanted to see what you were talking about taking care of the girls i want you to love your neighbor by passing this episode on to them so that you can help save their lives yes well, we are off to a strong start this year, fam, as you can see. And I want to cover as many relevant and life-changing topics as possible. Let's continue to pursue our journey of healing, our journey of self-discovery and forward progress. But let's continue it with knowledge and commitment. And then let's commit to upping our knowledge concerning a lot of things in our lives. Yes, we got this, fam. I love you and I know you love me and I know that we can do this we're going to turn this around women yes so until next episode I want you to check on the girls and stay healthy have a great one